Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step-by-step step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. I have Daniel Tiger songs going on in my head right now. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> I don't know. I just learned about Daniel Tiger a couple weeks ago, and uh, my uh, my daughter cannot get enough of Daniel Tiger. I guess that's a good thing, right? Because it's educational, right? But I didn't know that it was the whole Mister Rogers. <laughs> anyway, why am I talking about Daniel Tiger on the podcast here? Welcome back to the show, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in. Super appreciate you. As always, this is episode number four. 161. And I hope this finds you well. You and your family are safe and doing well. So on today's show, I wanted to share with you a case study of a woman who's creating a business that just lights her up and share with you her journey and the evolution of her business, which she started in the latter part of 2019. Her name is Amy Wine, and she's one of my former Accelerator students. And she's also come into San Diego here pre-pandemic, of course, and done one-on-one -on -one coaching days with me and stuff like that. And she's become a good friend. And she's a marriage and family therapist. And she has a thriving in-person practice, a brick-and-mortar location, a counseling center in Houston, Texas. And in 2019, she decided to also create an online business. And so over the past, say, two years, year and a half, really, who she serves and how she serves people, so married couples who are... Uh, as she calls them, married roommates, she has a program. She has an online course to help married couples who are having, uh, who are struggling with it in their marriage. And she's also helping married entrepreneurs and stuff as you're going to hear. But what I want to bring her on here for is to share with you her mindset and share with you how she launches in her business. She did about $71,000 in 2020 while taking four months off during the year. And the reason that she did that was because she came up against some personal things going on in her life. And she just felt like she wasn't showing up as her best self and not able to, she just wasn't feeling things, if you will, for the business. And so she took a step back and she worked on herself and worked through those different types of things. And when she came back, she almost kind of started over because what she learned about herself and what she wanted to do in her business during that time off was... She wanted to kind of shift things when she came back. And, and I've never seen her before 
this conversation I had in the last couple of weeks when I interviewed her in a better place about her business. She's so happy. And so you're going to hear her talk about how she launches her program. She did $25,000 in her very first launch and then 17,000 and then 18,000. And she's done webinar launches and she's done bootcamp style launch and so forth. But the launch method that's been most successful for her and the one that she likes doing the most is the optimized launch method. Now, you maybe have heard me talk about that. That is the launching method that I that I teach, which I feel is the most effective way to launch. I love webinars, don't get me wrong. But the optimized launch method, which is a sort of a combination of webinars and a video series where you get to show up live and deliver your training to your audience inside a Facebook group, I've been doing this now for about four years and is by far the easiest and less stressful. I mean, you can literally pick up your phone and do it. You don't need a lot of tech to do it. And it just allows you, as you're going to hear Amy talk about today, to be authentically showing up and having a genuine connection with your audience and engage with them. And so you'll hear her talk about it all today. And then the other thing I really want you to listen for today is Amy's mindset about how she approaches things. Like a week before one of her launches, she lost her ads manager. And then she had her ad account shut down and was never able to get it back. And why it was shut down is kind of funny. But anyway, amazing story that you're going to hear today with Amy Wine, her case study, her journey and her business, her evolution. So proud of her. $71,000 in 2020. And her goal for this year is half a million. And we break that down how she's absolutely going to achieve it. So let's dive into it with Amy Wine. Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast-tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. Amy Wine, we are way overdue having you on the podcast. And you sent me one of the, I'm going to put you in the top three podcast pitch emails. Even though we know each other, you sent me this amazing email saying why you'd be a good guest on the show. So let's start right there. Why did you send that email? And what went into that email that you sent? You know, it was funny because you told me one time Mm -hmm. about one of the best pitch emails you ever had. I was like, I have a copy of that. Yeah. (laughs) And you did, you sent it to me and it sat there for about maybe six to nine months. (laughs) And I thought, I'm not ready to pitch Rick Mulready. <laughs> like I'm not even in the same playing field as him. I've got to have something under me to come to the table with. And I went back and I read that email and I was like, okay, I really like it, but that's not totally me. But then I thought, you've also said that you need to let fun Amy out a little more. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. Okay. So that's what I did. I was like, okay, let me let fun Amy out. And actually I wrote that email in under five minutes. Yeah. Like it just flowed. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's got a point here. That email I sent you was from Shanti, Zach, yeah. um, who I've had on the podcast a couple of times, amazing copywriter. But that was different. That was a referral from mm-hmm. our mutual friend, Kira Hug, who's been on the podcast, mutual friend with Shanti. However, you used to be in my accelerator program. We've done one-on-one coaching days together. So we already had a relationship, but yet you sent this amazing email. I would have had you on anyway, but oh, I, I see, loved I the email. That. So you didn't know that. 
I loved getting that email and and what you said in there. And I also just threw you a curveball right before we get right before we hit record here. I said, okay, I have a blank doc in front of me. This is how I do interviews. I have a completely blank Google doc in front of me. I kind of know where I want to take things, but and want to make sure that we share with my audience here. But you know, this is like you and me sitting down for coffee and not doing therapy. <laughs> so on, with yeah. that right there, why don't you share who you are and 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 what you do? Yes, uh, my name's Amy Wine, and I own a large private counseling practice in a suburb of Houston, Texas. I also have an online business, which is how I met Rick, um, called MarriageSparks.com. And I have a course for couples to take them from married roommates to a marriage on fire. I love that. How'd you come up with that tagline? Names are hard for me, first of all. I like spin around with them all the time. I have a podcast called Marriage on Fire. So mm-hmm. that was there. And I'm like, well, where am I taking them? And I always was talking about being a married roommate in my personal life for about a decade. Yeah. I was like the ex-angriest wife on earth, but I didn't figure that was a good name. But I was like, okay, I also complain about being a married roommate. And that's actually how the course was born because almost all the couples I was working with in person were married roommates. So I thought, mm-hmm. how do we get them out of that so that they can be on fire too? So you have a thriving in-person practice that yeah. you own there in Houston. Mm-hmm. At what point did you start to take things online? Yeah, I think it was in early 2019. I had this idea of I was getting kind of a little burnt out with the one on one. And I was like, I had a waiting list that was six months long, which isn't helpful to people. So then I brought in new counselors, I trained some people to do that. And then I was like, how can I take this? And I knew without a doubt, my purpose was to serve more couples. So how can I take this and scale it? And then I saw an online course for something else. I don't remember what it was now. And then I was like, okay, this is a thing. (laughs) I started Googling it. I was like, yeah, that's a thing. So I had no idea. Like I had no idea what a Facebook pixel was at all when I met you. Yeah. (laughs) And what I did was I started looking into online courses. I started looking into online marketing. And then I found out there's this whole massive world that is going to take me years to learn. And I didn't have that time. So then what I did is I decided I don't even know how to build a course. I don't know how to take what I have successfully during the day and put it online and make an impact. So I started looking for the who, the who can help me do this. Yeah. And it started at the top. You have Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi, right? They're selling something. I can't afford them. (laughs) And then I was like, who's next? Who's next? Who's next? And then I got introduced to Amy Porterfield from Michael Hyatt. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to her podcast and you were on it. And I thought, who's this guy? I've not heard of him yet. So I started listening to your podcast. And then you had this business accelerator greater program, yep. right? Yep. And I thought, well, I'm just going to call him and see if I can get on it. And you're like, you don't even have anything. Yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I thought, well, let me go get something. Like you're not ready because you don't even have anything. So I put together an online course for a in-person course I was doing for mothers that very week. I took it online, sold it to my email list and sold $8,000 and then called you back. And <laughs> so I got something. You did. You did that like in no time. Like two weeks, I think. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you still have the in-person yeah. practice, but did you struggle with going from the in-person business, the brick and mortar business, if you will, to online? Like, because that transition, so many people overthink it, meaning mm-hmm. like, oh, online is completely different, right? Yeah. And it's like, I don't understand. Like, and, and I say completely different or they struggle with it simply from like a target customer perspective right? Yeah. Understanding who their ultimate customer is in their brick and mortar business. They mm-hmm. know that, 
But then they think just because it's online, like it's something completely different. It's the same person. Yeah, that took me a months and months to figure out. And I would say even up, and I started with you in July, 2019, I started Mm -hmm. your accelerator program. And that was one of my limiting beliefs the whole time was I was really having trouble with wording. Like I knew pretty quick what I wanted to teach. I had it all mapped out, but I was really struggling with how do I get the people in to the course and how do I speak to them? And I really had a limiting belief of, I can't talk. If I'm one-on-one, I'm like really, really good. Like I can nail what is going on with you and speak for you in about 20 minutes, right? And with like 99% accuracy. But then all of a sudden I was like, why can't I find the words? I struggled with that. I still struggle with that, but I am. I'm making it too hard. I'm overthinking it. I have to remind myself, okay, you're sitting down with your notebook, but you're really sitting down with somebody with a cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I think you told me that once and I was like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) Again, simplify, like let's not overcomplicate the thing. Yeah. And I really did overcomplicate it. And once I got that down, my messaging started coming along, especially over the last few months. Messaging, my target, my avatars changed. I'm really, really dialed in in the last even 60 days. Yeah. So let's talk about that process getting to the past 60 days, though. You talk about like you were starting starting to dial in your messaging at that time. It's really dialed in now. How are you attracting your audience that who you wanted to serve at that point? Yeah. In the beginning, I just did Facebook ads and I started showing up on social media on Instagram and Facebook, which I still know there's a lot of growth area for me in that, that I need to show up probably more than I am. It's on one of my 2021 plans, but I did Facebook ads to them and I found an ads manager because there's no way. I mean, I've done your course. And even after that, I was like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> this is yeah. not my powerhouse. And through you, I learned the live launch formula. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did a beta test before I even built the course out. Yep. And that was last end of January, February, 2020. And I was like, okay, let's just see how this goes. I didn't even have a pitch at the end. I pitched them an email. Did I know this? No, you not until later. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I got to so busy building the live launch formula, I forgot to put the pitch in. So I had to pitch them on email and I ended up making $25,000 on that though. And that was my first launch, but it was so ugly and so messy. And remember, I didn't know what a Facebook pixel was. Actually, when I first started talking to you, I had just learned what the word launch meant. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like an email. It was a foreign language when I sat in your first three days where we all came to San Diego to meet with you. Y'all were talking and I was like, this is Greek. I have no idea what they're even saying. How did you do 25K then? In that first launch? Um, I think it had to do with the fact that I just showed up to be myself, right? I served. Do you mean mean during the launch? During the launch. Yeah. During the launch, I didn't show up nervous for some reason. Once I start talking to people, I'm good, especially if it's about their stuff. And I think because I just showed up and I was authentic and I was real and I made mistakes in the minute and I was like, hey, that was kind of an error. Can we just forget that part and go on? And my slides were messed. I mean, it was a hot mess express, but I think by being real with them, that actually endeared them to me. And what's funny is that group of people that bought into my beta are still in a Facebook group with me 
and extremely active. They will ask questions, but they help each other now. I, what I've done too is all year, anytime I've done something new, I've taken it to them first and they've helped me. You have a built-in focus yeah. group of your ideal people that you want to be serving. For How sure. much was the beta? Not, oh, the beta was 497. Okay, and you did tw- 25K. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. By the way, for everybody listening, the the type of launch that Amy's talking about here is what I call the optimized launch method, where you're showing up live and you're launching over a period of days, showing up live inside a Facebook group, or if some people want to do it on their Facebook page, it's Mm -hmm. literally doing a Facebook live to do your training. So why did you choose? I know that I helped you with that, but why did you choose that method over, say, doing a webinar? (laughs) Or, or any other type of launch. Uh, yeah, I can tell exactly tell you because <laughs> I didn't even know what a webinar was. <laughs> I was so intimidated by the webinar process. And it's funny you say that because I have just done my first webinar only a couple months ago mm-hmm. and I'm getting ready to do it again because I want to refine that process to put back in my live launch. You want to do a webinar like on either at the beginning or the end yeah. of your Optimize. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and I want to have it really dialed in. So I've been practicing with that and I failed miserably the first time, but I chose that method because it seemed structured. I work very well within a plan, right? The webinar seemed not as structured to me for some reason. It may be silly, but if yeah. I have a calendar that tells me, okay, on this day and this day and this day, this is what you're going to do. I can fit in that really well. Yeah. Plus, I think it's so much better to relate to people. And now I have tried it other ways. Um, I've tried the webinar. I've tried the boot camp, which was very overwhelming for me. Yeah. And also not as effective. So I'm going back to that where I excel at talking to people. So that's kind of why. And you said before you were like, my slides were a mess and I didn't really know what I was doing. I'm just showing up and serving and teaching. Yeah. But yet it endeared people to you because you're being authentic. You're like, this is me and this is, but I am an expert in this and I can help you. But like, hey, we're just hanging out here and I'm serving. Yes. And I will tell you, I just did like what I call an after action review on all of last year because I had some personal things happen. So April 20th through September 9th, I shut down the entire online business. I had one personal thing happen after another and there is no way I could wake up and serve the people. I needed to be at home and focused. And at that time too, the online business is so dependent on me because it's new, right? The counseling center runs itself, but I shut it down. So I didn't do anything. So when I came back, I had spent some time learning still, like learning, 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 and tried some different things, but none of them have felt as good as it did when I did that beta launch. So that's where I'm going back to. Is that because you just get to sit down? Yeah. One reason I love this style of launching is like, it takes the pressure off. At least that's what I felt. And that's what everybody who I've taught this lesson or taught this method to, like, it's the same thing. It's just like, I don't have to like fit into a certain structure, if you will, of a webinar Mm -hmm. where I have like, you know, over three different days, I can just sit down and teach and talk to engage with. And you're in the counseling, (laughs) You, you see a ton, like hundreds of people, your, 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 your center does every week. 
people need like they're looking for empathy they're yeah. looking for connection they're looking for authenticity now more than ever right mm-hmm. with everything that's going on in the world right and so in this style of launch allows you to do that and just be authentic and show up yeah and that's what i love about it and i do think it took the pressure off of me so actually this next time i'm not even going to do slides i don't think i'm going to have like yeah. little key points on mm-hmm. them but they're going to be to the side of me. And then I'm going to have a um, workbook that they have where pretty much everything I say is in there so that they don't have to sit there and frantically have to write notes, right? Yeah. They can actually listen and be invested and engage more versus yeah. having to try to get down everything I have to say because this is going away. Yeah. Now, what happened? So in 2020, before you took the time off, how was your business doing at that point? Yeah, I had only done the beta launch. I was getting ready to um, do one in May. And I ended up starting that and we were running ads to it because it was supposed to be like May 1st. Mm -hmm. And we had almost a thousand people already in that group. And I had to shut it down and tell them all no. Yeah. Um, that did cause me some backlash later. <laughs> it did. Mm-hmm. But overall, a lot of them did come back in the fall when I went to go do it again. What I did get done, though, after that beta was I had to write the whole course. So mm-hmm. I got that done and I was in that group with them building that relationship. And I think that and, and once a week, like once a week for an hour, I went in and I'm like, OK, here are the lessons. Let's do an overview. Let's do a Q&A. And then I was working on my podcast too. So I was still trying to build an audience. I was trying to get email sequences under wraps and still trying to learn all the different things. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did then. I didn't sell anything after that though. How was that for you? I mean, cause I, I love that you, I mean, obviously the circumstances I don't love, but like, I right. love that you actually had the courage to do that. Mm-hmm. You knew that from the state that you were in, you weren't going to be able to show up like you wanted to show up. So what was that like? Cause this comes up for a lot of people like, Oh, if I take time away, everything's going to fall apart and it's, I'm going to have to like completely start over. Um, It was scary. Like I don't like to commit to something and then come back and say, you know what? I'm sorry. I have a thousand people sign up, which is a crazy number. Yeah. And we were only a few days in. I'm like, where would it would have been? But I knew it was the right thing for my family. It was the right thing for me, but it was very hard because I'm a very driven person. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm, you know, and then I start in June going, oh, I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. And then something would happen. They'll be like, nope, you can't. And then in July, I had to get really real and say, you know what? Until you do some soul work <laughs> from the trauma, yeah. you are not going to be able to show up and serve. And I would not want to put anybody else, especially in the marriage world, at risk because I wasn't doing my job. So mm-hmm. that was important to me to get myself back right. So I went back to therapy and that really is ultimately what got me out of it. Then when I came back, what happened was I had let a lot of the social go, the email sequences. So I was almost starting over at zero, but I still had a little bit of an audience. And then one week before that next launch, which is when I did a boot camp, I lost my ads account, still never gotten it back. Facebook shut me down and I lost my ads manager one week before that launch. So I lost any type of data on Facebook to target or do lookalikes or anything. I couldn't even get another account open fast enough. (laughs) Yeah. Why did they shut you down though? Because for everybody listening right now, it's not the reason that you might think. Why did they shut you down? They shut me down and they've all told me this. I went round and round with them. It's the most frustrating thing. 
because my last name is Wine. And they kept telling me I was selling wine or spirits or alcohol online. And I'm like, but I'm not. It's my name. It's my, it's my, it's my friggin' last name, Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So even when I had somebody else kind of put my ads under them, they got shut down for the same thing because of my URL was flagged for Amy yeah. Wine. Mm-hmm. And it still is to this day, which is why I rebranded to Marriage Sparks, which has really kind of worked out for me because... People know what that is. So right before that launch, it all like was like, okay, maybe I had questions like, maybe this is a sign from God that I'm not supposed to be doing this right now. Like he is going to slam every single door. And honestly, I did the boot camp method. So it was, you know, you had a pre-party one day and you were live every single day for like six or seven days. And it was for me (laughs) in my introvertedness, it was very draining. Yeah exhausting. Plus, I felt like in that process, man, you had to have some type of slides and thing and everything going on, like not just have a plan, but you really had to have a plan, in my opinion. I found it very heavy. Um, I ended up doing 17000 on that launch for the mm-hmm. course. We raised the price to 997 That was good. About half um, of the audience did a payment plan and about half of the audience that did the payment plan didn't fulfill the whole payment plan. Yeah. Half of the 17K came from payment plans, right. people, and then half of those people mm-hmm. stopped paying. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it was like a 4500 to $5,000 loss on that part. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. And then um, I was kind of frustrated with that. And I thought, well, I'm just going to do a live launch. But by this time, you know, we're getting into November. Like I did that one in November. So now we're getting into holidays. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what? I don't want to wait until January to get something working. And I know that people are not going to be paying attention to me in December. And that's when I put the webinar out. And I was like, okay, so let's get a webinar together. And that was a process. It still is. And I threw a (laughs) webinar out. We did 18,000 on the webinar. All but two paid the 997. All but two. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we did two. We did one during the day. Not one person bought on the 1 p.m. The 7 p.m. is where they all bought from. So that was good. But here I made some mistakes. So we had 2,059 people sign up for the webinar, but only half of them made it into the pop-up Facebook group, 52%. And I was like, wait, what did I do there wrong? So I was struggling trying to get people engaged. Only 73 of the 1,087 in the Facebook group, only 73 of the whole 2,000 showed up to the webinars. And then we had a 23% conversion rate, all at full pay except for two. I was like, okay. Yeah. I've got some things now. So what, what does that tell you? Sorry to interrupt, but no. that, that data, I mean, number one, I'm not surprised that you track that data. Like, I love that you do that, <laughs> but that tells you a lot right there, right? right. 23% conversion rate. Holy cow. So yeah. how are you using that? How are you? I mean, we're, we're, we're recording this in, in the middle of January, so it hasn't been that long, but how right. are you going to use that data if you haven't already? Yeah, well, one of the things I did was I knew the areas in the webinar where people dropped off. Mm -hmm. So I had somebody in the back kind of tracking that. Um, I saw where we were trying to keep them engaged in the chat. Like, what questions did I ask? Like, we really went back and studied it. What questions did I ask where they weren't as engaged? Other times Mm -hmm. I'd ask something, it would fly in the webinar, right? Yeah. I 
think the other thing that happened was I told them, I gave them, a. I want to remember the exact number. It was somewhere around 82, 84% of the people that were on stayed till the end. Wow. But, yeah. Which is great, except for I had given a freebie to stay till the end. Yeah. And I think my freebie competed with my offer. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I really sold that. <laughs> so I've turned that actually now into a tiny offer. Yeah. And I'm working on that. But the data told me that, okay, I, I got to work better to get people in on the front end. Mm-hmm. and yep. keep them engaged for that week or two weeks that you're trying to get people in. It also told me that it might be good to have some type of an intro video series that are like small five, eight minute videos at sign up to mm-hmm. get them engaged and wanting to come. So that's kind of where I'm working now. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> 23% conversion, 23% sales conversion rate. That's awesome. How yeah. much are you, I, I want to talk just real, just real quick. How are you talking? But, but by the way, before I ask that question, that was for your webinar launch. That was right? webinar launch, yeah. And so how are you using the pop-up Facebook group in conjunction with the webinar launch? Well, we had a, yeah, we invited them into the Facebook group because we did a two-week sign-up for the webinar, which now I'd take that down to seven days. Yeah. But I wanted to get to know them, right? I wanted to try to put a little element of the live launch in there and we did like yep. a video lesson each week, um, tried to engage them. That's kind of what we did. And we've kept that. Like that group is still there. Like we drive traffic to it now mm-hmm. on its own um, and try to warm up the audience. I also knew that if I got them into a Facebook group, even if they didn't purchase on this webinar, maybe they would stay engaged there and warm up a little bit more. So that was yeah. kind of my thought. Like if I'm going to bring them in, I want to put them somewhere. So you're not closing the Facebook group? You're keeping it open? We kept that one open. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I want to talk about the Facebook ads for a second. Your topic, how you help people, Mm -hmm. is kind of a touchy subject, right? You're you're wanting to help couples who are having some challenges or issues in their marriage. Right. How do your ads do? And I'm asking that kind of like, how how do they do policy-wise, like getting Mm -hmm. through policy? And how do they do cost-wise? You know, I don't know all my ad stats, which is a problem <laughs> off the yeah, top of my a, head. Right. But we've learned in the copy to take the word you and your out, which I think is a common thing. Sure. But when you're talking about marriage, that's very, very hard to do. Yeah. So we have to like almost flip everything that we're saying to get into their head. We use a lot of imagine a marriage that didn't feel like we were roommates sitting side by side on the couch. Yeah. Imagine, you know, whatever it is, or we put a positive on it. I've actually had really, I don't know the stats to be honest, but I've really had good conversions on the ads now that I have a good ads manager. Yeah. (laughs) Like I don't run them out at all. Mm -hmm. I meet with them every week, but the ad account hasn't been shut down again. Well, that's good. (laughs) Must be doing something (laughs) right. And the conversions have been there. I was just thinking I was, okay. So we did a tiny offer out of the freebie I gave. So we gave, we put up a tiny offer a couple of weeks ago, but I know that it was 4.56% click through rate on the tiny offer. And I heard that was good because I'm like, why isn't it at 15 or 20? And they're like, um, that is good. Wait, 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 wait. You had four to 5% click rate on the ad over to the landing page, over yeah. to the offer page. Yeah. Like that's really good. Like that's ridiculous. That's what good. I was told yesterday. I was like, I'm still wrapping my head around. It was 4.56%. And I'm like, how's that good? 
It's very good. By the way, just to give her her credit, this is the 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 term tiny offer is Ali Bjork's term. For, oh yes, yeah, for like self liquidating offer, meaning a low priced offer. So what Amy's describing is she's running an ad directly to a purchase. And mm-hmm. it sounds like it was that giveaway that you were doing at the end of the webinar. So how much is that now? It's $27. Okay. And it's Light Up Your Marriage um, workshop. So it's actually a live workshop that I did yeah. um, in one of the launches and I packaged it for that. And then there's a order bump that's $17 that gives people like a hundred questions and scripts to have conversations with your spouse. Like it gives you the wording to use. Yeah. Then there's a $77 upsell on the back side of that, which is in the boot camp. I did two master classes at the end. Mm-hmm. And I put those in there with some other downloads for connecting questions, connecting questions with your kids and some other things that go in there. I am just listening to you with a big smile on my face, because if you guys remember from (laughs) about 20 minutes ago in this conversation, Amy was saying, I didn't know what a webinar was. Now she's talking about order bumps and self-liquidating offers. And my third offer in this is this. And like, Mm -hmm. ah, this is music to my ears. Do you know how it's converting? Do you know how it's doing? Uh, yes. Um, as of yesterday, it was converting at 7.8% on the front, the $27. The okay. bomb was only at five. So I need to work on that. Yeah. But my $77 the order bump yeah. is at 22%. 22? Mm-hmm. So what did those numbers tell you? I need to up my ad spend. <laughs> yeah. And I think, that, I think that the two initial numbers could be a little bit higher. Right. But then it's like, all right, don't touch the third part because that's converting really well. Yeah. And I actually changed my header yesterday as a test to see if I could convert the front part a little bit better. I love it. So I love I that you're doing that. I didn't, act- I didn't know that you're doing that. I love that you're doing this. Oh, I just came up with that recently. I was like, what can I do with all this stuff? And then I went and studied it. But you're right. When I sit there and I think about it, it's like, okay, that's a lot since July of 2019. And But I think what I would like anybody listening to hear is you can do it. Like if I can do it, anybody can do it. It just takes testing and trial. And the other thing you told me that was like, take the emotion out of the numbers. Because yeah. you even heard me go, 4.56% is not sound that good. <laughs> but I don't let that mean that I'm not good anymore. And at first I did, right? Yeah. Um, and I, the other thing I was like, I try to find the people to help me when I know it's not my area. And then when I lost my Facebook ads manager, like a week before the launch, I freaked out and I did your course. I did the whole thing in two days. So I was like, now I got to take this on. And then all I thought was, uh, this isn't happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your course is great, but not my thing. Well, it's it's the whole, you know, it's um, Dan Sullivan's latest book with like, I think it's Benjamin Hardy is the actual author of it, mm-hmm. but like the who, not yeah. how. Yeah. I know that Michael Hyatt talks a lot about this as well. It's like, look, don't don't spend time figuring out how to do something. Who can either get me there quicker or do this for me? Yeah. Right. And, and I- you've been so good at following that type of thinking through this process to fast track things. You're like, I don't want to learn ads. Like I've learned ads. I don't want to do them. Okay. I'm going to go find somebody. Yeah. I wanted to know enough 
to be able to have a conversation sure. <laughs> about it. But yeah. I've done that in other areas. Other areas I've dove deep in because I want to know how it all works, but I don't necessarily feel that I have to integrate it all anymore. Like I know how it works enough to lead it. And I think for me to scale to the point I want to scale, um, I ended up doing 71,000 last year. My goal was half a million, but I didn't let that defeat me. And I was gone for four and a half months. So it's kind of hard to do. And then we had a pandemic. So uh, my goal this year is half a million. So like I am like dialed in, I've got it all mapped out and we'll Mm -hmm. see what happens. But I know I can't do that by myself. So what do you have planned to, first of all, 71K taking four months off in just like really truly your your first year in the Mm -hmm. business. That's like, that's amazing. So I I hope that you recognize what an accomplishment that is. Thank you. (laughs) So what do you have planned this year to hit the half million? Yeah, I, um, I took my audience from just being married roommates and somebody that was married Mm -hmm. to married entrepreneurs. And now I'm even going to married entrepreneurs who work with their spouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've got I've niched until it was scary and it's scary because <laughs> I know it's going to put me in a box and I feel like I'm starting over building an audience, so to speak. But ever since I've done that and I put the words out there, I'm finding people like crazy that are married and working with their spouse or another audience that's kind of coming along with it is they're both entrepreneurs yeah, and they may have their own business, but they're coming in as well. So I'm niching to that. I'm changing some of the course to reflect that dynamic because it's very unique dynamic that couples have. And then I'm relaunching it. So I'm doing a webinar to it next week. And then I'll do the, your optimized launch formula in February to that course. So why are you doing webinar and then the optimized launch method? Why not stick with webinar or why not stick with the, yeah. Because I am determined to get this webinar to work and just be working off the webinar because my goal is to put that on a loop where they can have instant access to it, but be valuable enough that they get some value from that, but want to buy into the course. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, That's my ultimate goal. Yeah. And I want that to work. <laughs> so we're not doing, we're only doing like $2,500 in ad spend yeah. um, for that webinar because I want to see if I've got it dialed in better than when I had it before okay. and with the new audience. So the other thing is, is because of the audience being super busy people, and that's one thing I hear, I want to see which one performs better. Where, where's my show up? Like where... So that will tell me later, okay, do I need a small video series leading to a webinar that just gets them in there that's on demand? Yeah. So, because I also hear that all the time. They don't want to come on. I work with a lot of CEOs, doctors, lawyers. I've been attracting them over the last year. And in the fall, what I heard was, we don't want to be in your group because we can't. Lawyers that work in high profile positions within the government too. They're like, we can't be in your group. So I'm learning that with marriage, that's a little bit different, Mm -hmm. but I also, I want to launch a membership this year and I want to marry my high performance business coaching with my marriage therapist hat and do life, marriage and business all together so that people can thrive in all areas. But it's more on not business, business coaching, but how do I manage all of these parts with and still be there for my family and my spouse and go exercise and be healthy emotionally and run a seven, eight figure business. 
I love that. I love it. Again, I didn't know you were doing that. So wait, so is that what the membership's going to be about? That's what the membership's going to be about. Okay. And it's called Thrive. So I've developed a Thrive Life inventory right now. Yep. That is a lead magnet that takes you through 10 areas of your life so that you can scale and see where you're at so you know which ones you need to work on. And that's kind of my lead magnet warming them up. And then each month of the membership is going to be themed based on those 10 life domains. So it's physical health, emotional health, marriage, parental, financial, social, on and on. And every month there'll be a fireside chat, which is going to be the questions that you connect with your spouse. So every month there's something marriage related that is given to you based on the theme. So on financial month, I will do one live masterclass type thing with action item workbook. And I'm going to bring in an expert in the area. So like that month, I already have the expert coming in and he, his name is John Putnam, but he has done courses for couples that are specific to being entrepreneurs. So mm-hmm. he has a financial course that helps them and I'm going to bring him in that month. So each month I'm going to have an expert. Um, on health month, I have a doctor, that a holistic doctor yeah. that's going to come in and do a talk and then the community piece of it as well. All right. So I have a couple of questions there. Yeah. How is this different from the course, the mm-hmm. membership? Is this an evolution of the membership that you used to have? Yeah, I never put that one out. Right, okay. It is an evolution of that. Third question is, you've really thought this out. Uh-huh. I love it. You've like really vetted this through. You have this, like, I, I listen to this and I'm like, all right, where to sign up? You know what I mean? <laughs> so where do you come up with it? How do you come up with these ideas? This membership I've had since I started, because I've done one-on-one coaching with you as well. So it's something I had way back. I think the last time we met was before COVID. So like February of last year. And I never put it out there because I couldn't quite, I didn't feel it. Like I knew or something, I just couldn't feel it. And then I get ideas a million, but about um, 990,000 are not good. Sure. (laughs) But On this one specifically, when I was doing all that soul work and working on myself and trying to get back into things, I ended up doing this work where I was trying to figure out how do I rebalance myself for something that works now? Because I am not able to work at the rate that I was even before. Like I just go, right? I am like, and I can't do that anymore. And for my own mental health. So I started doing all of this work and then I just started writing every morning. So in my morning routine, part of that is I do my Bible study and then I have a journal. If anything comes, I just write it. And I I wish your audience could see, I'm going to show you, but I got this book last October. All of this is thoughts about that membership and the sales page and the audience. And I think I'm like almost done. Wait, since October, 2020? Yes. Meaning like, three and a half months ago yes guys you should see this note we're on zoom right now you see this notebook it is like chock full of tabs and notes it's like what three quarters full it's three quarters full like i really holy cow single space wow yeah i had to go to tabs because i have too many areas but it just started flowing out of me in that morning time and i was like oh my gosh i think i just figured out my membership but i feel so aligned with it yeah um how is it different from the course? The course is designed when you're struggling in marriage to get you out of that negative cycle of overwhelm. Yeah. But what has also happened is I knew there needed to be a next step. So those people that have been with me for the last year in that beta, a lot of them are doing really well. Mm-hmm. 
So they're going back through because we have a new group of people in there. They're going back through the course with them. And they're like, they like that, but they're at a different place. So part of this would be to move them into, because this one's more individual. The the membership is more individual as well. Mm, Yep. Individual people did the course mostly, some couples, but this one is built for each individual person in the marriage if they want to come in and do their own individual work. Gotcha. Because I totally believe for your marriage to thrive, you have to be whole yourself first, Yeah. then the marriage, then your business. Yeah. When are you launching it? How are you launching it? Price point? I don't know. I was going to call you on those things. (laughs) (laughs) I want to launch it soon. Um, But those are my two stuck areas is how to launch it and price point. Okay. Yeah. So is it going to be open or are you going to do launches for it? No, I'm going to do launches for it. Good. Okay. That's what I was going to say, but I want to let, I always want to let you get there yourself. I'm not going to get it. So I would launch it just like you would your course. Okay. I would, I'd go out of the gates with an optimized launch method, do a live launching. Okay. And then see how that does. See how, see how it feels for you. What's so price point. What are you thinking? I was thinking $79 a month. Okay. Um, I bet I've gone from there all the way down to 47, but then I don't think that's enough for the value, but then it's also new. So I thought about founders launch at 47 and then getting people in there and building it up and then raising it. But I'm kind of all over the place. You're, and your audience for that, if I'm not mistaken, is a little bit more, they're doing well. Yes. Right? In their business. Yeah, they're doing well, which has also led me to go, okay, should it be a 197 or? What are um, they getting in the membership? What is the promise of the membership? Let's start there. Okay. So the promise is that they will be able to thrive in life, marriage, and business. What does that mean? What does that mean to them? What is, what is thrive? Right. That means that they are going to, I got to get this wording down better. They are going to love living their life. They're going to live it full of purpose, balance, and connection. Love it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then how are you going to get them there? And, and meaning what's the, what is that you have themed months and then yeah. within each month, say like the financial month, like what is the, what are they getting? Yeah. So in the financial, well, at the beginning of the first month that they join, they're going to get a little workshop that sets them up for success and getting started with having um balance in their week and starting in one area that they need to improve in, right? In okay. the Thrive Life Inventory. But in financial month, they're going to have one live masterclass with me with a Q&A. So between an hour and a half to two hours. Okay. And then they're also going to have a community that they can go in and ask questions. And my goal for this community is also that they can have business references for each other, Right. You go in and you're like, oh, well, you're a videographer, a photographer, or you sell cars, whatever that is. I want to pit people based on industry at some point as it grows. Yeah. But I want to build that community so that they feel like they have a place to be connected with people. And then there'll be a workbook that goes along with that. They will get a marriage fireside chat question to go do with their spouse to connect. So like for financial month, we'll give them questions to have a conversation about finances. Even if it's hard, we're going to give you the words to do that. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's it. And a guest. And a guest. Yes. A live guest um, expert in that area. Yeah. 
I love it. I, I mean, <laughs> Look, I, I just think, validated it. <laughs> yeah, I think no less than seventy nine dollars. Okay. Like I don't. I wouldn't go less than that. Right. Yeah, you can have a founding price. Okay. Bring people in. Yeah. Okay. And then, as you know, when you run ads to it, and you won't know for several months, but then it's like, okay, what's my churn rate? What's my lifetime mm-hmm. customer value? What does it cost me to acquire a customer and that's that sort of thing? Right. Yeah. And I know that like in every 90 days, I need to put something else out there to keep them engaged. I've kind of done enough research and memberships that every 90 days, you got to have something, even if it's a PDF or something that keeps them engaged for the next 90. And you don't want to say, oh, like here's the 12 months of content of topics. Right. Right. Because then they're like, well, I don't really care about this. Ooh, that fifth month, mm-hmm. you know, like I definitely want that. So I'm going to wait to join. Right. Say something like these are the topics that we'll be covering over the several next several months. But mm-hmm. I, I would just like sort of leave it at that. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm going to do. So I have it yeah. in a 12 month plan. Yeah. And I just have the highlight of what that month's theme is. All right. So how much is the course? Nine ninety seven. Okay. So let's see here, nine ninety seven, and then how many times are you going to launch that this year? Four. Okay. Once a quarter. And then how many times do you think that you'll launch the membership? I was going to do it every two months. Yeah. So we'll call it six. Yeah. So I'm just going to round up just for ease of numbers. Mm-hmm. Let's just say a hundred dollars a month. Okay. And let's say that they stay an average of what do you think? How long do you think they'll stay in? Oh, they're going to want to stay in the whole 12 months, Rick. Come All on. right. I love it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to say, I'm just going to put $1,200 down. Okay. And that's six launches. So you know what I'm doing here. This yeah, is you're going to tell me my number. It's just my math. <laughs> so it's like, let's just say that you are going to get, um, I don't know, 350000 from your course. Okay. Divided by 997. That's 351 students. What, how does that sound? Very doable. Yeah. And so again, that's 350K. And so now we're at uh, 150K divided by 1200. That's 125 students. Okay. That's easy. <laughs> Maybe. Now, granted, that's assuming they stay in all year. Right. right. But keep in mind too, you're launching it after the first of the, you know, it's going to be a right. couple months into the year. So you're not getting a full year. Right. So. You can you could even raise it and say, all right, I I want to get 175 students or whatever. Right. Right. And so when you as you know, when you do it like that, because you're just like, oh, like that doesn't that's not that many people. Right. Makes it sound a little less daunting. Right. Yeah. Ra- rather, if you look at it, and say, oh, my God, like half a million is my is my goal this year. How the heck am I going to do it? Yeah. <laughs> Just do the numbers, right? If you do four launches for your course, mm-hmm. so 350, we'll just round down, 350 students total divided by four, that means 87 and a half. So let's just say 88 students. Mm-hmm. That's your goal per launch. Yeah, that sounds better than 351. <laughs> well, yeah, that's exactly right. You're like, oh my God, 350 students? Like, how am I going to get that? Well, it's like, let's just break it down, right? And that doesn't mean that you have to get 88 students per launch. But just like on average, this is how many I need to get. Yes. No, I like that. So then you start working the numbers of like, oh, all right, maybe I'm not going to get 23% conversion rate on every launch I do. Mm -hmm. Let's take it down to 15. And okay, how many people do I need to get in the launch and registered? And you just do backwards math. Yeah, totally. Because then that'll tell you your ad spend and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I love it. And July 2019, 
I didn't know what a Facebook pixel was. Yeah, <laughs> now you're talking, now you're talking about bump offers and new memberships, and I love it. I, love it. I, I remember coming the very first time to the program that you yeah. had, and I had the hot seat, and I could not even process a thought in my brain. And I was like, everybody's getting frustrated with me because I was like, I can't even think right now. I'm so flooded. Like, I was like, <laughs> I went back after the first day and cried for like two hours. Just, I was like, <laughs> You make it sound so terrible. It um, wasn't. It's was actually <laughs> no. the best thing ever. But I did because I was like, I felt like I was so out of my own element and I'm not used to that. And I think that was more of me issue. But boy, I came back the next day. I was like, I'm going to write down everything these people say. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll go figure out what this Greek means. So I think anybody that can do it. So I've been in a clubhouse app and I know we probably you know need in, but I've been listening to people in Clubhouse just recently, which is a time suck, but they are talking about how they don't have the confidence or the know-how, but they know they need to pivot to something. And they hear all this stuff about having an online course or membership or just a webinar, putting something out there. And I was like, y'all just go do it. Stop talking about it and just go do it and take action. It doesn't have to be good action. It's just any action. So you were going, as we wrap this conversation up, yeah, exactly where I was going to ask you, no, no, no. Like that's what I was going to ask you. So when they take action, when people take action mm-hmm. and they hit a roadblock, you know, you kept going, right? You had your ad account shut down and your ad manager leave right before, like a week before your launch. Mm-hmm. And you took four months off and, you know, you've come all this way. Like the woman I'm seeing in front of me right now is like completely different than the last time we we had any kind of coaching or conversation. Like I'm so amazed at where you like where you are now. What else has been the big thing that you focused on to allow you to get to where you are right now? Um, I, I do think it was continuing to take action, even if I had to take a couple, two, three days, a couple of weeks, sometimes to reset myself from frustration or my limiting beliefs came cropping back up. I yeah. didn't allow myself to stay there long. I also put myself in a position where um, I had people I could call. So like in your groups, that was very powerful for me because I met people in your group that I still talk to today. And we kind of have our own little peer talking group where we really don't even talk about launches anymore. We just talk about each other. Um, (laughs) But there's four of us. So I have people now that I can just call and say, you know what? I'm really, really stuck right now. And we're going to tell me that. And also from being in your groups and podcasts, I would just go back and start listening to podcasts or there's got to be a way. Somebody else has already figured this path out in front of me. So where do I got to go to find that person that can get me back on track if I don't yeah. be able to do it myself? I love it. I yeah. love it. So good. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. Seriously. No I am. Problem. I'm beyond excited for you. It's all um, to you. <laughs> you, you took a chance on me. Like you really took a chance on me. <laughs> What you offer everybody, every married person needs, especially now with the current state of what's going on. Where can people connect with you? What are the best places for them to do that? Yeah, I'm on um, Instagram and Facebook at Marriage Sparks. And also the website is marriagesparks.com. Awesome. I love that. And you have a launch coming up in this month in January. But when this episode comes out, you got another one coming up in February. Yes, I have another one that optimized launch formula will Mm -hmm. start on February 10th. February 10th. Okay. Mm -hmm. And can people, where can people connect on that to get into that launch? 
they can connect on that at marriagesparks.com. Okay. Awesome. Amy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and everything you've learned. Like this has been so good and I appreciate you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. All right. Hope you enjoyed this one with Amy. As I mentioned at the top of the show, and as we talked about during this interview here with Amy, coming up on January 25th, Monday, I have a live mini series training where I'm going to be teaching you my optimized launch method. This is by far the easiest launch that you will ever do. And by the end of that free live mini series training, you're going to have a complete plan for using it in your business. Okay. And so during that training, you're going to learn what the optimized launch method is and how you can easily start using it to position yourself as the expert that you are to really grow your sales in the process and increase your impact. Look, my friend, now more than ever before, your audience is craving empathy, authenticity, connection, engagement. And that is exactly what the optimized launch method allows you to do while you are showing up, providing content, adding value, and selling your program, selling your coaching program, selling your membership, selling your online course. So in addition to all that, in the live mini series training, I'm going to be teaching you my perfect student fill up process for how to get your exact target audience into your launch, how to over deliver incredible free value and keep them hungry for your paid offer before you even open cart. I'm going to talk about how to maximize sales, et cetera. And what I also love about OLM, Optimized Launch Method, it's not extra effort. You can do this right now. Okay. And I'll walk you through the entire process. It's a simple, repeatable, low stress launching option that is super effective. Okay. So if you're looking for something like that, go to rickmulready.com forward slash live training. I had multiple people tell me, I had one person in particular tell me about the last time I did this training in uh, the fall of 2020. One person said, the week's training that I did, this this one I'm offering you right now for free, was worth more than a $2,500 mastermind. And so that's what this is all about. Okay. So to sign up for this live mini series training, go to rickmulready.com forward slash live training. All right, my friend, thank you so much as always for showing up today and hanging out with me. Hope you got a ton out of this episode here with Amy Wine. Until the next quick tip episode, which I've got coming your way, be well, my friend, and I'll talk to you soon. the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money i see these over and over and over again and i put them together in a mini email series this is not fluff each of the seven mistakes i also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of facebook ad manager how to fix those mistakes this is good solid and it will save you money or help you make more money with your facebook ads Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.